What's crackalackin' everybody? Money Smart Guy, Matt Zapala here. Hey, to you from Dallas, Texas, and welcome back to another episode of the Seven Figure Squad podcast, episode 5757. So in studio with me today, a very, very special guest is Christopher Townsend, a.k.a. Topher, but uh, an independent American rapper, songwriter, and conservative commentator um, from Kill Michael, Mississippi. And uh, graduated from Montgomery High School in 2009. Spent six years in the Air Force, where he was a crypto, crypto, cryptologic. Did I ever say that right? Cryptologic language analyst. And uh, I came across him because of the introduction of the Marine rapper with Sub TMR, because they did a song called "The Patriot." We're going to be hearing "The Patriot" number one on Billboard. And uh, sadly, it was taken down because of all the crap that's going on with censorship and all that. But we're going to be talking about here on this podcast. But, hey, man, welcome to the podcast here in Dallas. What's up, man? Glad to meet you finally in person. Yes. You know, uh, we actually missed the opportunity to come perform. I think you reached out to us back in 2020. Bro, and, still um, open, man. And it was still an open. ice storm. <laughs> Never had an ice storm before. And just, you know, just an act of God. He kept us from coming. I promise you, man, I, yeah. every day I regret not making that trip. But uh, I'm glad that I'm here. Yeah. You know, we just got to trust the process. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, bro. Um, so I'm um, excited to be here, man. Finally meet you, fellow veteran, man. Uh, and I just want to say while I'm on camera, y'all got to check this man out. If you don't, uh, if you want an inspirational story, not one that's born from uh, hope, but born from tragedy. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. love that about you. It's like, and you openly talk about it. And I think uh, everybody wants to talk about the light, but not the shadow. Mm, that's and right. I, lo- I love that you include that in your story. So yeah. hats off to you, man. Well, they say, well, if, if it's all started, for, you know, don't confuse the top. Show me from, show me where it comes from the bottom. Yes, I sure. I show the bottom, baby. Like, <laughs> you know, because all my haters are going to bring up my bottom anyway. Exactly. Right? The yeah. trolls, they're going to, oh, yeah, they're going to research me and they'll say, hey, this way, yeah, listen, yeah, I was in child support court. Yeah, I was in family court. Yeah, I filed bankruptcy. I'll, I'll give you the docket numbers. I had a messed up life. And so, you know, I think in that transparency and that authenticity, I disarm my trolls. Mm. And maybe more people will buy into who I am because, you know, nobody gave me money. Nobody gave me a shot outside of making a couple of introductions. Right. But I had to work from the ground up, man, just like you have. And, and so, uh, but, you know, 20 years in music. Yes, sir. And uh, 20 plus. And, uh, and well, I know I can't recognize you right now because, first of all, I'm the one wearing red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Jordan, if you can show my, uh, my screen right quick. But the, this is uh, Topher Top Music Instagram page. As you can see, his brand is all red, baby. It's all, it's all red. Uh, Patriot. Did the red come from conservative, uh, conservative red? No, actually, uh, I was wearing red even back uh, 2017 when I took my first photo shoot. As an artist, oh, wow. okay. I had red shoes and a red cap. Yeah. Now, I did not have the red beanie. I switched to the beanie because I felt it was more complimentary to my facial I gotcha. structure and, <laughs> and massive head that I yeah. have. But red, I just love the color red, man. And then I adopted black black into it just because I think yeah. um, my mama loved black. Those are Chicago and Bulls colors, baby. Insane. I wasn't you know? trying to, you know, but now, now I have those colors. Uh, I would show something here about this is the uh, slimmer version of Tover because you weren't this slim here before, man, but... Uh, you're a lot heavier. How much weight have you lost? You look very uh, slim and you look, you look very fit. How much? 100 pounds. And nine wow. Months. Yes, sir. Okay, so here's one thing about Tover, though. Let me show this picture right here. Okay? One thing you know about this is, though, you know, it's, um, <laughs> you know, he lost a lot of weight, but you don't, he didn't lose weight in those guns. <laughs> those guns ain't not last week. That means it was never fat. It was muscle the whole way. No, no through. way. Triceps yeah. sticking out like that. So, yes, sir. So he lost 100 pounds. 100 pounds. So, what was her name? Who pissed you off? Uh, no, actually, no. <laughs> um, it was just, you know. Who broke your heart, bro? <laughs> I think I broke my heart, man. Okay, tell you me. You know, because, you know, we all 
typically have a dream. We have aspirations to yeah. do certain things. And I felt like I had to hit a peak, you know, even though I had success with music, I was kind of on that plateau, like, where do I go next? Like, yeah. um, you don't go to the next level, you grow to the next level. Nice. So I had to figure out how do I grow and become the person I need to be in order to be who I want to be. And so as you backtrack that, I was like, well, if I want to be a person that's a successful master communicator or a person that's uh, traveling all over the place and, mm -hmm. and, and everything else, then you got to be in shape. Yeah. You got to be healthy to do those type of things, especially talking back to back. If you're going to be speaking for hours, because yeah. you look at some of um, some some of my favorite speakers like Pastor Darius Daniels or Byron Golden. I mean, they're talking maybe yeah. two or three sermons back to back, hours and hours serving yeah. people. Yeah. So if you're going to be a service to someone, you can't be spending too much time yeah. exhausted, um, catching your breath. And, you know, yeah. uh, also what hit me, too, was I wanted to represent the glory of God in every mm. every aspect of my life. So finances was good, mm -hmm. mentality was good, spirituality is good, but I was lacking on the physical. Mm. But that's also a problem because it talks about in the Bible how our bodies are the temple that's in right. which the Holy Spirit dwells. Right, right. And since it was bought with a price, we got to honor God with it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I felt that in my book I mentioned, I said, if God would have ordered an appraisal at that moment, yeah. I would immediately drop the value of the property. Wow. Wow. <laughs> It would not have what been, part of town would it be living in? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would not been, you know, I have not been a good steward. And once I noticed that, it came that realization. Because I noticed last year, April, no, I said beginning of May, we bought our first home. First forever home. Uh, before then, it was rent all the time. So I was like, we, we, we did the down payment, got the house. But you spend all this money on that house. But you want to invest into the only oh, house you yeah. have, right? House you live, live in. You live in, <laughs> like, anytime. So yeah. I said, when that hit me, I said, nah, man, it's inconceivable to think that I'm doing all this for this, but not for myself. Yeah. And I changed it up, man, and couldn't be happier. Amen. Well, Energy-wise, health-wise, how do you feel? 100 pounds less? 100 pounds less, man, much better, right? I can get back to playing sports like I used to, you know, back to running like I want to, yeah. uh, even with the kids, you know, yeah. dealing with the girls and you know, just feeling useful again. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people said not only did I lose pounds, but I lost years. <laughs> I looked 10 years younger. And um, and that's yeah. the thing was, it wasn't that I wasn't this age. It's just that it didn't reflect it. Yeah, I didn't reflect that. So I think if we spend more time revealing yeah. what's on the inside and focusing on that, man, you know, and letting that express itself towards the outside, man, everybody be so much more beautiful. 100%, man. For those of you watching this live, I'm wondering, what's your New Year's resolution? Is it a goal of yours? If so, put health in the comment section below or put in the live stream health. Is it number one on your list? Is, it, is finance number one on your list? Spirituality number on your list? Because that's what we're going to be talking about this, this afternoon with Topher. But, uh, you know, I, you know when, when I ran across you in, in, in TMR, I mean, I, I want to talk about, I want, there's a few things I want to talk about. I want to talk about The Patriot, the song. Okay. I want to talk about your music career. And I won't talk about you tipping or quizzing people on the spot about the Bible, <laughs> which is flipping awesome. So, uh, can we cue up the uh, the Patriot? I, I want to check. I want to check out this first song and and the drama behind it. Yeah. So uh, let's take a look at this. Two weeks later, the move from all streaming services. Wow. Damn right, free the Patriot. The crazy thing was this actually, but that incident propelled this song. Because it created controversy about it. Yep. Wow. Uh. 10 
hundreds of thousands on my right, thousands by my side. Come bro, between good and evil, watching our fists collide. Battle for our freedom now, to the streets we ride. Flags waving all around, pages full of pride. This is where we make a stand, no more give or take. March around the capital, storm the city gates. Putting pressure on they necks until the truth breaks. All walls of corruption, take out all the snakes. Star Spangled Banner, got a plan loud and proud. People from all walks of life filling up the crowd. Defend the Constitution, many warriors avowed. Casting down in any among us who have bucked and cow. Enough with tyranny, we come to take our country back. For all citizens, white, red, brown, and black. Return to a form of glory, fix that bloody crack on the crown. Fetch a gown, it's going down. Uh, yes, sir. Come on, man. <laughs> man, you know, when I, when I, man, uh, awesome, man. So awesome to have Topher in here and, and rolling with this, flowing with this live in the studio. <laughs> You know, when I saw you guys perform that at Capitol, mm. and a, that that verse there about you know, uh, uh, what's it, uh, 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 the Capitol? March around the Capitol. March around the Capitol. Storm the city gates. Storm the city gates. I'm like, and with the crisis that was going on with Trump and all this stuff, mm -hmm. and I was like, I wonder if that'll set off the censors. I wonder if that'll set off some shit because people. And sure enough, bro. Yep. Things started falling. Because mm -hmm. uh, what was the date of them taking down your song? Same day. The same day, Jan exactly. 6, Jan six, twenty twenty one. So, so talk to us about talk to us about what your opinion was going on with censorship. What's going on? Like being a patriot now is, yeah, is is a uh, is extremist, derogatory, derogatory. Yeah, but you love in America is what's bad about America. And by the way, we're, we're talking about Texas border here in a second. We're going to talk about illegal, oh, yeah. illegal, what they call them migrants now, illegal aliens crossing the border. I can say that because I'm an immigrant, but uh, illegal. We came into this country legally, not illegally. And also, we're gonna react to a video here too, as well, about some guy said, "Man, you should, you're too stupid to know who I am." And we're, I want to get your reaction to it too, mm. as well. But what was your what was your initial feeling when you your song got set down and it's called "The Patriot," written by patriots, written by veterans, mm -hmm. TMR, the Marine rapper, because he was in the Marine Corps, you were in the Air Force. I mean, how much more patriotic and loving a song could be and embraced by America, just just for it to be shut down? Well, first of all. I made a song specifically to the definition of what patriotism is. Yes. Right? A patriot is a person that fervently loves their country and is willing to defend it from both foreign and domestic enemies. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's a patriot. It does not come with a political party. It doesn't come with a, a, a religious belief. Mm -hmm. This is just a, 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 a core that you stand on so anybody can be a patriot, no matter what uh, walk of life you come from. Yeah. So when I made that song, that's what, that was my intention to unify people yeah. right? about the beauty of this country, the freedoms that we enjoy every yeah. day. And to to think they wanted to turn that song into a pro-Trump, pro-Republican, pro-this and pro- I'm Radical, like, radical, radical, right, yeah, yeah, right, right far right. right yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, that's, that's, that's not what it is. And yeah. because of that, um, I feel like we have been falsely maligned yeah. for no reason. Yeah. And people are afraid to even think of being a patriot because of the criticisms they're going to face. Yeah. And... When that happened on Jan 6, because, you know, after we performed, we weren't at the Capitol, but we yeah. was near the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we was performing for the veterans for Trump, right? We was over there performing for them. And we had a, while they're taking down a song, we had an 80-year-old veteran rocking to our song. <laughs> He's loving it. His hip, loving yeah, yeah, yeah. it. He's over there waving his hand and getting down. Yeah. So real patriots yeah. are enjoying the song yeah. while, while they're trying to silence our voices for no yeah. reason. Yeah. But, you know, three hours, about two or three hours later, after they actually stormed the Capitol or was aggressively welcomed in into <laughs> 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 sure. the Capitol, um, the song was just removed from Spotify. 
No, I didn't get an email, no calls. We went to it because we was obviously hyped for the day. Mm-hmm. And my man, Jordan, he's going to play it because yeah. in his vehicle. And uh, it wouldn't pull up. So I made a video about it being taken down and how, you know, how messed up it was. And, and then I emailed my distributor at the time who was DistroKid. I'm no longer with DistroKid because I felt like it was air. It was a it was their decision, not a universal decision mm. for the music platforms. Mm. Um, so sometimes you got to, you know. Is DistroKid, was that a label? Yeah, okay. uh, distributor. Distributor, okay. Distributor. So, you know, they're an independent distributor for a lot of independent artists. And um, so they took it down. I emailed them back and forth. And then next thing you know, I just get an email the next week saying, um, two weeks later, saying that, well, we got to take it down from everywhere. So not just Spotify. They took it down from everything. So we immediately, the same day, decided to upload it to TMR's website. And we said, okay, um, we're going to upload the song here. And if you want to buy a copy of the song, yeah, you know, we, you can get just one CD of the song. Just the song I, I, I bought them. For, for yeah, $20. Yeah. yeah. Um, we sold 1000 Yeah. Yeah. So we went from selling a song, making pennies on a song for a stream, to selling that one song for 20 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Good. And Rightfully I, so. Good. And I was like, but that changed my perspective about stuff. <laughs> it's like, man, if it's valuable, yeah. the people buy it. Yeah. Like I feel like so many of the time we focus on the profit, but not the value that we give to people. Because mm-hmm. the profit would come if you solving a problem for somebody. Yeah. And during that time, there was a uh, morale problem in this country. Still is a morale problem. <laughs> still, yeah. still is. So that song was a, a, a solution yeah. for a lot of people, and it helped them get through so many um, bad times during 2021 and 2020. So I, I'm forever grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. So, by the way, I love the. Uh, let's talk about the song real quick. I love the uh, the, the Viking Nordic uh, acid to it. I mean, what, what inspired that flow? I mean, that when I first heard her just sing the vocals, I'm like, this is this is different because I'm thinking urban. Yeah. I'm thinking hip hop, but you you blended the two together. Yeah, I, I had to give credit to my producer Killer Vic, uh, Killer Vic Beats man. I, I remember I saw Natty Red. It's the person singing. And I saw her go viral on TikTok, I think a day before I saw the video. Wow. And I happened to see it and I said, man, I love her vocals. Mm-hmm. And she and the original version is slower. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a super chanty. Yeah. Uh, In a hillside. Melodramatic yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rendition. And so when I heard it, I said, man, it's just something about this, you know, stand up high on the prowl. Noble bark I steer. Uh, steady course to the havens, human form, and like just the words was like, man, I really like these words. So I decided to just uh, make a challenge. I said, if any producer has been wanting to work with me, um, you know, go ahead and flip this for me. Yeah. And I just threw it out there to anybody. Yeah. The first person and the only person to get back to me, and it was that same night. It was about I would say midnight. Killer Vic sent me something, and I was like, yo. Yeah. Obviously, we went just back yeah. and forth to clean yeah, it yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, the concept was, it was there. there. It was there. And I was like, man, yeah, we got to get this done. And then so over the next, I would say probably by the next two days, we had yeah. enough finishing that song, yeah. and it was mixed, mastered, and released in three days. <laughs> Written, mi- mastered, mixed, released in three days. So t- tell me about the process, because you know uh, people watch my uh, my podcast, or you subscribe to my YouTube channel because it's faith and finance, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Can you unpack the, the the creation of a song, yeah. and, and, and the monet- and, uh, and then on top of that, the monetization? How do you monetize? How do you monetize music? Well, uh, as far as the creation of a song, I think you know. Is that the easy part? The verse. Well, that's the probably the most it? innate ability we have. Yeah. From the father, yeah. right? 
the first thing God shows us in the Bible is not that he's omnipotent, that, not that he's omniscient, it's that he's creative. Because he says in the beginning, yeah, he's a creator. God created. That's right. Come that's, on. Baby. That's the first thing he mentioned about yeah. who he was. Yeah. And since we were made in his image and likeness, yeah. that means we are creators as well. <sighs> so we are creative. So we're going to be creative. That is what we need to use. And that's why content creation is, and once you tap into it, is, is so easy. Um, and, but uh, even if you don't have your own original stuff, there's a lot of content you can pull from the Bible. And you ain't got to get called for plagiarism. Who's the publisher? It's the man upstairs, man. <laughs> he's, he's got the copyright right, and he wants everybody to use it. Right. He, by the way, even the enemy uses even it. Even the enemy uses it. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, so creation starts from there. But when it comes to me creating a song, a lot of times it's built around an emotion. And during that time, I have been marching with uh, everybody. You know, I've been going to Trump rallies mm -hmm. uh, and just trying to uplift and protest mm -hmm. and, and be an activist. Yeah. And I was very active in 2020 yeah. and very hopeful as mm -hmm. well yeah. until things went, you know, took a turn during yeah. the election. And um, I wanted to capture the emotions of everybody that I saw. Yeah. So when I went back home and I noticed that, you know, Bryson Gray at the time, Forgiato Low, some of those of my fellow artists at the time were being played everywhere we went. But I was like, I got songs. I'm a rapper too. Why mm -hmm. nobody playing my music? Then I said, I don't have a song for the fight, for the movement. I got songs, but I I needed a a rallying cry yeah. for what everybody was going through. So yeah. I went back home, literally after the women uh, for no women's for American first. Uh -huh. And wrote this song, saw it, and then released it, and the rest is history. Matter of fact, it ended up being number one. It almost went number one in front of Mariah Carey on Christmas. Wow. Almost. <laughs> we couldn't knock off the charts. Mariah Carey, she's on, she owns it. But, yeah, it went. And then, uh, so, it, so yeah, we, we did that for about three weeks, and then it got taken down January 6th. Then it didn't get re-uploaded. And I took a while to re-upload it because they said mm. if you re-upload it and you didn't correct the issue, which they never told me what the issue was. Yeah, they never do. They never report, yeah. <laughs> right? They said it was going to ban my entire catalog. Wow. And of course, you know. Th threaten your livelihood. Yeah, right? Yeah. So now I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take my time. Yeah. But what I ended up doing was I went to another distributor and never had any more issues from it. So I realized it had to be that distributor. distributor. And yeah. so after we uploaded, you know, the week later, man, you know, ended up being number one rap digital song sales, number two hip hop and R&B, number six all genres. You know, independent, self-produced, uh, self-published, veteran on, yeah, you know, just the whole deal. The whole deal. And to this day, like I say, we're almost, almost on the path to going gold this year. And that is something that only one other artist in Mississippi when coming to hip hop has done. And that was Big Crit. He only has one gold record, and I'm about to have a gold record. Come on. Without any major label support, without yeah. any major label cosigns, without even major interviews, like no one's yeah. picked it up, what I've been doing. It's Let's all been go. grassroots, and, and I'm hoping to inspire other people that you don't have to wait for someone to open a table and invite you to the table. Yeah. The Bible says um, the Lord prepares a table mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. presence of his enemies. enemies. Yeah, Psalm 23. Yeah. So, yep. So if you're preparing a table for you in the presence of your enemies, yeah. that, that also means that there's more there's room enough for everybody else to eat. That's right. Because he didn't say chair. Yeah. A table. He said, I'm preparing a table. table. Yeah. So there's gonna be some other so that's why I never get jealous about 
letting everybody eat from what I'm doing if we're working together because sure. there's going to be room at the table yeah. for everybody. See, that's what God wants. He wants an abundance mentality, not a scarcity mentality. People exactly. don't do things in their life because of the scarcity mentality. Yeah. You know? And so let's go back to the the, 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 the operation of creating a song. So you, you, you create the, you write the song, mm -hmm. okay? And then you find a track, in this case, uh, Killer... Killer Vic. Killer Vic, so create the track. Mm -hmm. And so that's basically the creation of a song. You record it. How many times does it take for you to really perfect it? Because sometimes I do a video on, on like, I take 52. <laughs> you sound about like me. I, I know people think I do it, I make it look easy, but no, trust me. Uh, I spend a lot of time trying to do a one-minute video. I would say I grew up with a speech impediment, so it's no. difficult for me to say certain words and to have proper enunciation consistently. Yeah. So I had to do a lot of takes. Right. and But that's to remind people, too, that I really want this. Because it's not easy for me. Yeah, There's some yeah. other people who won't have yeah. this many hiccups who can go in the studio and, and yeah. one take and you know yeah. they can go eat. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the studio for hours just trying to get someone, you know, get this one thing done. And, really? Yeah, hours. Hours sometimes. You know, so I'm just like, I really love this. This is a passion of mine. And so when it comes to creating, I'm just like, I the writing don't take as long. Yeah. It's the recording for me. Yeah. Because of that speech impediment. And this is like I said, if, if, if you listen to this podcast, I just I want to tell you that just like Moses, God uses used Moses with his speech impediment to go speak to the king. Amen to that. Now he's using my my voice to speak to the masses. Now, you know, we're talking to people across the world. Yeah. And he can do it for you too. You know, God is not a respectable person. So if you allow him to use you and you allow yourself to be used, mm -hmm. you'll see him work in ways. He'll turn yeah. your weakness into your strength. Yeah. And the reason he'll do that so you know it's all him. That's it. That's right. Right. Yeah, they got to be the glory, baby. <laughs> Amen. So write the song, find a track, produce it. Produce okay, it. so now what's, uh, what's the money-making capacity? How do, how do you monetize your art? You just upload it to a distributor. Um, you, you can either can go through TuneCore. Some of the fam some of the most well-known ones are TuneCore, DistroKid. These are all independent Independent, sources. yeah, import, independent sources. Uh, TikTok now has it where you can just upload directly through TikTok. Oh, they got their own publishing? Yeah, they got okay. their own uh, distributor now. Oh, wow. Um, so straight up to TikTok. Uh, I think Spotify got some ways as well. And, you know, just they're just... SoundCloud? Yeah, SoundCloud. SoundCloud you can put on SoundCloud. But SoundCloud is monetized just through streams. All and right. you got to get a certain amount of streams before you get monetized anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, SoundCloud. But yeah. But SoundCloud doesn't get you to Apple Music Spotify. Oh, don't? Okay. It's, just, it's its own platform. Got it. Right. So, okay. um, yeah. So, uh, DistroKid, uh, Ditto Music is what I used mm -hmm. before I switched to, uh, some, it's, it's many other mm -hmm. independent strippers out there, but you upload it through there, you set the price, yeah. um, and then you wait. So, usually your royalty is going to take about two or three months before they hit. Mm -hmm. So, this is not something that you get paid for in two weeks. Sure. You know, the world's system of getting paid is every two weeks. Right. First or 15th. <laughs> the military. <laughs> yeah. That's when we get paid. Yep. Um, but on this side, on the creative side, and that's what a lot of people fall victim to and they run out of patience for is that when you when you start producing products and introducing things to the market, then it's going to take a little longer for you to see that fruit sure. from your labor. Sure. Um, but the potential of that harvest yeah. is, is greater yeah. if you be more patient with it. So, um, so I, I would say it took about two or three months, and then you make sure you get it. Um, you got to get it on the publishing side, so you got to deal with Song Trust. So you make sure you get your publishing royalties, which is different from your distribution royalties. Right? And then <laughs> it's just a whole process Good, of just yeah. you know making sure you get all your money. 
because it's then, your IP. It's your intellectual property. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then so from there, you know, you, uh, you got to promote it. And I will say that I can honestly say that we have spent zero dollars on promoting our music. Wow. Zero. Wow. And I, I know artists, major labels spend, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands, yeah. millions yeah. on promoting artists' music. But everything we've been able to do has been organic. So even if you don't have a budget, doesn't mean that you're not capable of having success. Sure. Um, so I would just encourage people to continue to yeah. um, work hard, yeah. but just make sure that you focus on actually presenting value. Yeah. So you know? can, I make, can I make a live ask right here on my podcast? <laughs> go, go ahead. Can I, can I, since I'm so inspired by you in, in uh, TMR's work, um, I'd love to see you guys collab on another, another piece about the crusade and the mission of what we're doing here at the Seven Figure Squad podcast. And then we'll, 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 you got to do your thing in terms of creating the song. But I'd love for you guys to perform that next year, 2025, at our next regional event. Wow. Okay. Would you like to do that? Let, let's, let's do let it. Let me know yeah. if you want to take it on. You've got to give no, me no, an answer. No, 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 no. Okay. I, you know what? TMR, we got a mission, sir. Come on, baby. You got to, <laughs> I it's time to get suited and booted, sir. <laughs> we got to get this song done for my man, Matt, here. And uh, I love it, man. You know, uh, we can make that happen, man. Like I said, I want to make up for the time that we didn't get a chance oh, it's okay. to go. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, but this time, we're going to be ready. Okay. I, I, I love it, man. I'm looking forward to it. And everybody loves I, I, I share your stuff. I share your music. All the veterans that I know, you're the first song I was always bring up. You heard Patriot? Hear the Patriot? Hear the Patriot? <laughs> You know, when I'm working out of the gym, it's it's a song that goes over my my stories. Wow. I, I use a song. Appreciate all, it, all, oh, of course, bro. Of course, kill, you know, killer song. So, um, talk to us about your 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 journey through entrepreneurship, coming out the military, and, and just just in that transition phase. Because you know, a lot of um, uh, veterans will, you know, stumble across this. And you know, when when I came across sales, when I came across entrepreneurship, it was hard for me because, like what you said, the world is programmed for paycheck every two weeks. And then when I stumbled across selling life insurance and being, you know, building an insurance agency, it wasn't so. Everybody else was getting paid, <laughs> and I'm the last person to get paid. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a lot of pressure that goes on with that. So, what has been your journey, your veteran entrepreneur journey, in embracing something different than getting a paycheck every two weeks? I will say I just took some of the leadership skills, the the bearing and 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 the grit that I learned while I was in the military. You know, to embrace the suck mm-hmm. that we yeah. talk about in the military. Yeah. Um, and just apply that to, to my music. You know, I, I would say I've been writing music and, and trying to become famous yeah. or successful ever since yeah. I was 10. You know, I went as far as I think I was 18, 19, 18. I did a rap battle at Mississippi State. I did get first place, not because I wasn't the best, because yeah. I was a freshman and the other guy was a senior. Yeah. It was a popularity contest. <laughs> right? Uh, right? So uh, the, ju- the judges actually came over and said, you won, bro, but we got to give it to the... No. Yeah. So it's, so it's based on popularity, not based on meritocracy. Yes, sir. Who did better. Who did oh, better. Oh, man. I hate that. What, what a weight to put on the chip on your shoulder, man. Oh, yeah. It, it just makes a, you want to get better. It was a big chip. Yeah. Uh, and then I found some dip. <laughs> and I dipped it up in there, man. I got hungry, you know, and I got hungry and I kept working harder than and I actually quit music for a little bit because I had a almost like a I would say I felt that God didn't want me to do music. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we all come to that time like the reason why I'm not successful at this is because this is not my purpose, it's not my destiny. And me being a a a, a true believer and wanting to make sure that I was pleasing the Lord, yeah. you know, with my walk. If I wasn't being successful, I was going to waste more of my time, right? So uh, I said, I'm going to quit music and just 
focus on the military and do that. But next yeah. thing you know, music just found me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah. And I was like, why are you here? It's like, Lord, if this is what you truly want me to do, then set this up. Let this person be here. Kid you not. Um, by the time I got to my duty station, the only other rappers, there's only like two of us, two, three, four of us. There ain't many. Because we worked at NSA, a bunch okay. of nerds. They ain't, yeah. ain't too many like yeah. hip-hop people. <laughs> so, so we there, and the only other rappers just so happened to work in my section that I moved into. Wow. Just, just so happened. Just to instigate that talent. Just to, just to be like, you know, and then they happened to be Christian, and they were Christian mm. rappers. And yeah. It was just one of those things where it's just like, yeah. God, you know. Yeah. So I said, all right, so I'm going to get back into it, started yeah. working, and, you know, got my passion back forward. And I moved with a different mindset because I knew that, Obviously, this is something God wanted me to do. Yeah. So why wasn't I successful? Mm-hmm. So then I started to realize that music is 80% business, 20% talent. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Is it, you, there's a lot of talented artists. Unless you don't want to make money off your music. Yeah, unless you don't yeah. want to make money you're off just, your music. You're just a nonprofit organization. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm here for the profit. <laughs> you got to, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm finna, the Bible says Proverbs 14, 23. All hard work brings a profit. That's right. That's right. Mere yeah. talk leads to poverty. I'm yeah. not talking. Mm, I do more right. walking. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. I want my profit. But yeah. anyway, um, so I learned more about the business side, how to monetize. And like we were talking about earlier, how yeah. do you monetize it? Um, go from creation to uh, being the, the CEO and, and delivering yeah. that stuff. How do you market? Realizing that showcases were no, nothing more but a scam because a lot of young artists spend money to be exposed or yeah. to get exposure. Yeah. When all it does is just a game that they play to take advantage of your time, talent, and ability. Yeah. So once I learned that, yeah. I, once again, this money going back invested into myself, whether that's equipment, yeah. whether that's me learning more with this course, that's what I'm doing. So the more time I spent with that, the better I became and the more mindful I became and yeah. the better decisions I made. Right. So I would say with entrepreneurship, even now the, my ability to go to the next level mm. is because of personal growth. And, you know, uh, you got to be able to grow. And especially last year, even with the weight loss, everything, uh, you talk about reading books all the time. Andy Frisella talks about reading books all the time. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you go to first form, like on their lunch break, one of the requirements is you have to read 10 minutes of a book. Wow. No kidding. No kidding. That's it. It's on the wall. Wow. Yeah. So the attention to detail in the gym. So it's a lot of stuff that I see. And it's, it's no coincidence that the pattern to success is very similar yeah. for most people. Yeah. So if there's a pattern, then why are you fighting against the pattern? Like, sure, it'd be a few exceptions, yep. but I'm just gonna I'm not gonna reinvent the wheel. So I started yep. to read more, started to listen to more podcasts, started to listen to more sermons, and the more I grew on each side, right, yep. with information, spirituality, and everything else. As I say, rising tides raise all ships. So if you're growing in all areas, you're gonna go to the next level anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been able to do more and more stuff. And now that I've, I've developed more knowledge and more ability and skills, now I can translate that into other stuff. Was there, was there, because now you're, you're faith based, were you raised in church or? Yeah, uh, I grew okay. up in church. Was there things, that, uh, was there stereotypical things about money mm. and entrepreneurship that was maybe cast in the church as maybe as a fear of the church um, that may have guilted you not to be successful monetarily, not to be successful entrepreneurially? Did you ever run across those stereotypes? Because I know I, I did. I mean, people feel guilty because you made a lot of money, but yet at the same time, they want you to tithe and give a lot of money in the church, which I thought was, okay, well, if you're looking for money, I, I want to be a better blessing, but you're making me feel guilty that, you know, yeah. you want to crush my ambition and you crush my drive. 
what were some of the things that you experienced, if any? I would say I did kind of have an issue with that. And actually, recently, um, I felt bad for monetizing the content that I would create from the Bible's from the Bible, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. a lot of times people think, well, you got it from the Bible, so you should give it to everybody else for free. It's like, okay. <laughs> what? Right. But then again, you see King Solomon yes, in the Bible. I love it. Who all he did was read the Bible, mm-hmm. and all the wisdom that he gained was from God, mm-hmm. yet he still sold that yeah. to the queen the queen yeah. over in Egypt yeah. and, and all the surrounding leaders and, and she peers. she paid him a ton of money just for his counsel. Just for his counsel. It's not like he said, no, it's okay, don't give me no money. <laughs> I'll give you counsel for free. No, you, you took that tribute. Yep. And put in the, you know, put into his kingdom. Yeah. You know, um, so you see that in the Bible, but also uh, I was listening to uh, Darius Daniels, and he, he reminded me that selling itself is a service. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times mm-hmm. we don't think about selling as a service. Because sometimes you, when you don't got any money or you're from the hood or the case may be, you think that selling is one wins, one loses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus actually both parties winning. Both parties winning. So when I learned that and he really, you know, helped me with my conviction of that, it yeah. freed me up to just boldly go. You know, some, some people still come around and say some yeah. stuff like it's sure. crazy off the wall. But then again, it's just because they don't want to be responsible for their laziness and their lack of um, execution. Yeah, and applying it. Yeah. So they'd rather just hate on you. But then again, they look at you as like, man, how y'all, like I said, how you expect me to go around and hand out yeah. hundreds of dollars when I quiz people yeah. if I'm not making any money and doing anything else? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't fall out of trees. That's right. Because the Bible don't even say God gives you just money for free. Yeah. He says he gives you the power to mm-hmm. get wealth. Yep. So that means everybody can get wealth. That's Deuteronomy 818. Come on, but yeah, of course. You know, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the, the, the thing is, it's one thing to Give, to be given the power, but it's another thing to actually apply the power. Apply the power, yeah. To be in, you, you've been empowered, so go execute. You know, that's why my first book, Faith Made Millionaire, mm. it was because I, I wanted to give honor and glory to God because it wasn't self-made. It wasn't team-made, although, although my team helped me get to where I'm at. But man, at the end of the day, bro, it was God-made. It was faith-made. Faith-made. And that's why I wanted to give the tribute to. And the, the first thing we, my wife and I cut this year was a check to the church. And some people say, well, you shouldn't, you know, don't go to church. You know, these guys just buy da 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 And they, they, listen, however they want to steward over that finances, that's on them. That's on them. But it's my responsibility as a follower, follower of Christ and, and following God's word. It's my job to see and, 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 and give my tithes to the local church. And by the way, Elevate Life, Pastor Keith Kraft, they've been great stewards of the finances. And I know some people, you know, well, the pastor wears this, the pastor drives that. Which, by the way... That's that's where sometimes I draw the line. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, and you saw you saw that pastor, you know, buying a, you know, that was a dollar, a uh, 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 Creflo dollar, you mm-hmm. know, and he's raising money for, to buy a twenty-four million dollar jet. And blah, blah, blah. the other pastor with the weird eyes, he, he bought a jet from uh, um, Tyler Perry, and he's like, he's looking down, finding a report like that, and his weird weird eyes looking. But, but at the end of the day, man, the first, the first recruit of Jesus, right? Who did he who did he recruit first? It's Peter, right? To be his disciple. So upon you, I will build my church. church. But what was Peter doing for a living? He was an entrepreneur. Yes, he was. He was rich. And he had a boat. Had boat. He had a, <laughs> he had a fleet, right? I don't want a boat. Not yet. <laughs> he had a, that, uh, the version of a yacht, right? Yes. But think about what, what was Jesus was smart, though. He was blessing a business. He was employing people. Mm-hmm. He was feeding people, right? Because his ministry was going to be the sea of of Galilee, mm-hmm. and he needed transportation, you know? And I'm pretty sure if he was stuck in the middle of the desert, he'd, he'd recruit 
you know, somebody that owned camels. Yeah. You know, etc. etc. Et et so, um, what what can what word can you tell people that if they read the Bible, if they read the word, to help them economically, help them entrepreneurially, help them with self development? Because oftentimes people think of the Bible as always oh, just tells you what to do, and you know, you know, David and Goliath and Adam and Eve. They just think about the basic general stories. But I started looking at the Bible. I was like, whoa, there's some there's some there's some mad stories in here. Mm-hmm. How, how would you how would you tell a person go read the Bible to help you in your entrepreneurial life, your your financial life, if if that would be a suggestion? Yeah, I would say Proverbs. Uh, well, first of all, there's over 2,300 verses about wealth in the Bible. Just to put it out there. Yeah. Um. Right. So a lot of people think you know <laughs> money is the root of all evil. Nope. It's the love of money. That's right. It's First um, Timothy six ten, baby. Yes, Come sir. On. <laughs> First Timothy six ten. Yeah. So people get it twisted. Yeah. But what I want to tell people, notice that in the garden there was gold, and there wasn't even a need for it. That's right. That's right. Sometimes God, even though it's not a necessity, it is a symbol of his prosperity. So we shouldn't be so mad at somebody being prosperous because God wants his people to be represented like that. Because mm. you got to remember, as an ambassador of Christ, when I go into the marketplace, I'm representing him. Yeah. Do he want to come off his mm-hmm. broke? No, no, no. He, no. He, yeah. You know, he he want he want his riches and wealth to be reflected just as much as his love, just as much as his grace, just yeah. as much as his mercies, right? So I think when people look at it from that perspective and then realize that it's available to everybody if you go get it, yeah. Because, but you got to. The first thing he tells Adam is what, be fruitful. There's a be do 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 have concept here. <laughs> B. Be doo doo. That's right. Here you go, man. Be doo doo doo. So, first you got to be. B comes with time, right? So, time, space matter. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, time, God created right. space. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. God created the heavens, space, and the earth matter. So, the same thing with when he told Adam, he says, be fruitful. So that's a, a time thing. Yeah. It takes time to become the person that you need to be that God can use. Yeah, yeah. So then you got to do. Do replenish, do, um, uh, do multiply, and do subdue. And then you will have dominion of the earth. So it's everything's front-loaded. Front-loaded. So yeah. front-loaded first, first is being. Yeah. Then you got to do, do, do. <laughs> and then you can have the thing right. that you want. Yeah, right. So a lot of times people want to go straight for the half. That's right. But you ain't became who you need to be yeah. and done the things you need to do yeah. in order to get what you want. That's it, man. So once you understand that concept and he's laid it out in the groundwork for us yeah. through the, through Genesis, and that's Genesis uh, Genesis 2, I believe. Um, but he lays it out for us, then you you already know. So all yeah. I got to do is follow those principles. And one of my favorite principles to follow is Joshua 1.8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. Right, that way you can make sure that you are careful to do all according to what is written in it. Then you will make your way prosperous, hmm. and then you will have good success. Yeah. So there's a yeah. then, there's an if yeah. then. So yeah. I look at it like this. He says the book of the law is content. It's the content you consume. Yeah. yeah. Right. He says how often should you consume that content? Day and night, daily. What did he say you need to do? You need to execute on the content that you've been consuming daily. And then when you do that, then yeah. you will find prosperity and success. Oh, and man. that's what I've been doing. Come on, like baby. listening Come on. to the podcast, listening to the mm-hmm. to the, the sermons, and and just taking in all the stuff I've been reading and listening to, and um, meditating on it. And I do this every day. I yeah. tell people, man, I probably listened to over five hundred hours of just sermons and podcasts in yeah. the last nine months. 
just every day when I'm working out, yeah. 30 to 40 minutes, yeah. or if I'm at the house chilling, like you got to yeah. consume the content. Yeah. And as you consume the content, the more often you consume it, the more it gets into you. And then yeah. don't just consume it. Yeah. A lot of us are filled up, um, but we're not doing nothing with it. Now that you're full, go, go expend the energy. Go do the work. Yeah. You know, and I just want to put this principle out here too. All work works. It's either going to work for you or it's going to work on you. So mm-hmm. it's going to work on you until you become the person it can work for. Come on. Come on. Shout out to Myron Golden. Nah, I'm on. But, okay. but I'm just saying, like. By the way, he's, he's like the, you're like the fourth person to bring up his name. Bro. I, gotta, I guess I, I, I got to meet this guy. You got to meet this guy. Okay. I mean, his whole, his whole um, thing is built on the principle of God, God's kingdom. Yeah. King, a matter of fact, his uh, coaching is called King Solomon. You know, yeah, um, so yeah. Solomon, you know, oh, I definitely got to meet him because I, I got a Sunday night Bible series called Wealth with Wealth and Wisdom series. Yeah, but so, um, have you remember remember that movie Seven? Yeah, movie seven yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. who's that actor? Um, oh. uh, Pretty Boy. And one was Brad, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt and, and Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman reminds me a lot of my dad. <laughs> um, but he, he talked about seven deadly sins. There. Yeah, Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> yes, sir. Uh, and here here are the seven deadly deadly sins: lust, gluttony, mm. greed. Sloth, um, uh, wrath, envy, and pride. So when when I see, when I saw the movie, that movie freaked me out. It's like interpret that movie how you want to interpret it at the end. Mm-hmm. But when I see these seven deadly sins, how it works against God, like how much pride becomes a fall, right? Mm-hmm. Envy. Instead of envying somebody for their success, right? So oftentimes people say, "Oh, Topher's this and Topher's that, blah blah blah." You know. Well, don't ask them necessarily. Easy asking question is, hey, how did you do that? Like the question I asked you. But more importantly, what were you willing to go through mm-hmm. to get to where you went through? Yep. Because people look at your chapter 35, like it's, you know, even though they're at the chapter one and wonder why they're not starting at chapter 35. <laughs> they're willing to go to the first 34 chapters. That's right. So that, that to me is, is envy. And sometimes when you're envious of somebody, it's also disempowering you to want to do the work yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, for example, I was watching this clip of uh, uh, Gilbert Arenas, his son. Apparently, he's got a he's got a phenom son, 10, 11, 12 years okay, old. Okay. Yeah, basketball player. And so they're like, so tell me about what's your workout plan with your son. He goes, first of all, he shoots three to four hundred shots a day before school. Sheesh. Right. Mm-hmm. So the first thirty minutes dribbling drills. First, and that's that twenty squats. Every, every drill twenty squats. Before he even gets to school, he's dog tired. So he goes to school, comes back. Guess what? Weightlifting, and practice again. Every stinking day, and then you wonder why certain kids are phenoms because mm-hmm. they were were built that. You know, when when I re, uh, interviewed uh, Deion Sanders, the co- uh, coach, uh, you know, uh, what happens when you lack talent? He says, no, 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 we don't lack talent. God's giving you the talent. Mm-hmm. You just don't have a platform to express it, mm-hmm. to build it, to that's cultivate right. it. Yes, sir. Because we're too lazy. You're too lazy to, to to bring it, and that's against our human our human nature wants us to be lazy. Well, we, when you know when we lack the resources, that's when we had to become resourceful. Full. Come on. Right. That's right. And that's why I had to learn early in my young years was that I would grow up poor. Right. Mm-hmm. Single parent household. My mom was on disability. So we only yeah. got disability checks. I grew up on government cheese. Matter of fact, when I went to college, that's why I called cheddar cheese when I went in there. <laughs> my wife jokes about it to this day. Is that right? It's like, I can't believe you called it. I said, that's what I called it all my life. Cheddar cheese. <laughs> I thought cheddar cheese was it's the government, government cheese. cheese. And they looked at me silly when I told mm-hmm. them that. I'm like, What's wrong? Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, like that's the mentality I grew up with and, yeah. and the struggle that I dealt with, the alcoholism, abuse, everything yeah. else. Yeah. Um, so when when people look at Topher and they're like, man, Topher, why you go so hard? Why you do all these things? Is because I'm running from stuff 
that held me hostage so long mm-hmm. in my life that Come I never on. want to experience anymore. Right. Not only do I not want to experience it, but I don't want my daughter, my family, and my kids' kids to have to even go through it as well. Yeah. But I will say this. I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't go through it. So a lot of times people want to be who you are without having to go through what you did. Yeah. And the problem is if they don't have that same development in some type of way, mm-hmm. then they'll never succeed in doing that. And that's what I did for a couple of years. Like I had some people that I imitated, but I never could really emulate who they actually were yeah. because I never experienced the same things exactly how they did it. You know, so don't cheat yourself. Like it's going to suck, yeah. but don't cheat the process. You got to, like you said, chapter one, chapter two, chapter yeah. three, take your time. Yep. You may get through a little faster because, you know, mm-hmm. you got some help this time. It's called mentorship. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, mentorship. It'll pull you through. But don't, don't skip the steps. Don't take the shortcut. Take the shortcut. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I want to ask you about this. The last topic I want to go over real quick is because you were both patriots, both served this country, and we took a vow to serve our country against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And it seems like we're being attacked from we're being attacked from both sides. So um, we all know that there's there's this border crisis. Yep. There's a, uh, this is crisis of people just storming, or just just coming through. And uh, and Texas was putting a was a, 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 a razor gate. To mm-hmm. protect our borders. So if the federal government is going to do it, Governor Abbott in Texas is going to do it with this Texas State Guard. Right. Well, with the, with the help of the Supreme Court, uh, President Biden says, no, take those, take those gates back. Let the people through. Going where? I don't know. But put them through. And Texas, so Texas, no, no problem. It got, it, got, uh, it got removed. The next day, what did Texas State Guard do? They put it back. <laughs> put it back. Because the Supreme Court didn't say they couldn't put them there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so um, they were smart about it. But at the same time, at some point, someone was saying the same thing. Like, are we going to secede? Or how, how, how far are we going to push back against the overreach of the federal exactly. government's power? Can you take a look at my uh, screen here real quick? Uh, so yesterday, the federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. This is from Governor Greg Abbott's desk. Mm. Okay, so, you know, his bullet points here, what's going on here. here. Here's a crazy one. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed the southern border in just three years. <clears throat> this, is more than a, this is more than a population of 33 different states in this country. This illegal refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. And you can see where Gary Abbott is taking buses and dropping them off in Texas, mm-hmm. dropping off in Chicago, Chicago, dropping them off in New York. You know, mm-hmm. Chicago's around from. And I can, I can, I'm asking my friends, New York, they're, they're removing kids from the school that they, uh, since we learned this from COVID, just go and learn online. Yep. So therefore, we can provide some shelter for these illegal migrants or these illegal aliens coming into the country. But there's a lot more that's coming in through Texas. So. This letter was yesterday, and right now, um, my, my biggest fear is, and somebody, you know, listen, our, our first general order in the military was to take charge of the government post and all government property in view. To take charge of this post and all government property in view. So they did take charge, but the president, the commander-in-chief said, no, no, just let them, let them through. And here's the danger. The danger with 9-11 was there was enemies within mm-hmm. that hijacked planes and... Yep. Created 9-11. Yes, sir. And so we don't know who's coming through. That's a problem. The thing, we don't know who's coming. We don't know how many bad intentioned people of the 6 million that's been documented and counted. There might be more. Oh, definitely more. Are coming through. <laughs> so can we play a clip of this video, uh, Jordan, about this person that says he was very, he was very cocky coming through because he's being treated like whatever. And guy's like, you don't know who I am. You're so stupid. You don't know who I am. Let's, let's take a look at this video. Uh, he'd been conducting- no, no, no. The, the, the other one. 
Uh, not that one, not, not Governor Bruce. If you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Look at that. He's a freaking terrorist. Mm. Crossing the damn border. Cocky enough to cross the border. It was released last week. And where is he? Crossing our damn border. And this guy's probably in charge of a larger cell group that we don't know about. How many people, and this is just one person we just caught. And he was cocky enough to just say it on, right. on camera. So that being said, let's, let's cut to the next clip, uh, Jordan, about the reaction of Governor Abbott, because uh, 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 Maria Barloma brought it up on, on, her, on her broadcast. What's the governor's reaction to this? So let's take a look. He'd been conducting interviews with migrants who crossed into the U.S. Your reaction to that answer, soon you will know who I am. Mm. So I'm so happy that a video uh, surfaced uh, because uh, there's an argument that we've made at the United States Supreme Court because we have uh, one or two cases in the Supreme Court as we speak right now against the Biden administration about illegal immigration. Uh, and as the court weighs and considers our defense against the Biden lawsuit, uh, they have to consider whether or not uh, there is an invasion going on. I have asserted in court that there is an invasion going on in the United States of America, and that videotape typifies why there is such an invasion. That is a threat to the United States of America, what he said, but it's not a, a one-off threat. We see things like that happen every single day. Every day. So, Maria, my hope is that <laughs> the United States Supreme Court and courts across the country. They see exactly what's happening on our border. It's not what happened uh, under, under Bush or uh, under Trump or uh, under Obama. This is something completely different that has never happened before in the history of the country. This is an invasion by people we don't know who they are, where they're coming from, or the danger they may pose. And so it's right for Texas to have taken up the steps that we have taken to crack down on the illegal crossings to declare it an invasion and use every tool we can to do the job that Biden is not doing, and that's to try to deny illegal entry into our country. Yeah, and, and that let's, let's stop right there. So that being said, so that was yesterday. Mm -hmm. Here's also an update to that. So let's take a look at my screen. So these are the other states in the United States that back Governor Abbott. Yep. Mississippi, baby. Let's go. I just want to make sure we own there, you know, before I say anything. But yeah. You know, 25, that's, that's well, you know, I expect us to back them because it, it's true. Half the states but, support this. But the thing is, it's weird to me that we have this inability to compare, or at least they do. I know we mm -hmm. do. But if some, if that was your backyard yep. Yep. and these people just come and chilling and, and eating snacks next to your kids that's playing in the yard and uh -huh. everything else, yep. then you'll probably call the police and have For somebody sure. enforce mm -hmm. a, a restricted area. Mm -hmm. But because Jordan. it's... Because it's the United States and it's mm -hmm. not near you, yep. you want to treat it differently. And that's why, you know, it was first things I loved about it, I put this in the song one time. I said, um, it's, I said, it's crazy how the, uh, I put it in my song, Circle Back. Yep. I said, does the fence around the, the capital means they support borders now? Because remember, sure, because they want to let them <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the Jan Six, they put up fences all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Because now I thought fences don't keep people out, right? Right. So to it's protect just, themselves. They're trying to protect <laughs> themselves, <laughs> so they put a fence up. Yeah, yeah. So how come we can't put a fence up? Well, you want to protect America? <laughs> it's like, I mean, for, for those of you who are watching this, what what's your thoughts on it? You're watching this live. I mean, is this, a, this is this an invasion? Is this an attack on our and our freedoms? Is it an attack in in, in America? It's low key. 
that people are just infiltrating. I mean, they're so cocky to get just come and just cross the border because uh, they know nobody's going to stop them. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got plenty of guys that are, are, are I got Marines buddies that are still that are activated to defend border. Marines activated to defend our border. I got buddies that's a realtor turned turned uh, um, uh, 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 National Guard mm. in, in the in the Army. He was activated and said, "Listen, man, we uh, we pulled guys here that was on the most wanted list like every other day, Jeez. coming through in in the trunks with three, four, five guys coming through." So, um, have you seen that movie, The Red Dawn? I don't know, I don't think so it was back Patrick Swayze back in the day. It was the kids were just at school and they seen you know, a bunch of parachute parachutes just coming in as Russian soldiers. Mm. They updated anything in 2011, 2012. Red Dawn update for, for the new century, and it, instead of it being Russians, it was Koreans. Oh yeah, I think it, I see. I think I see that one. Yeah, they're just invading cities and, mm -hmm. and, and towns, right? And so could this potentially be the Red Dawn moment of America? Low key, how, how, low key ain't the the point at this point. Like they're high key coming in now. Yeah, they're just and making they're it obvious. They're making it obvious. Yeah, you will know um, who I am. That's, yeah. And you know if if the the other obvious thing is clearly our president or our government is corrupted. They're in cahoots with whatever's going on. Yeah. And I'm gonna take the words from Tommy Vex. I saw him text this one day on tweet whatever X. Well, would you call it X now? X now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw uh, I saw him put it out. He said, "When men are fleeing from a country, when fleeing, when they're fleeing, they bring their family." When they're going to war, they leave their family. Mm -hmm. And there's been a way, oh, a higher percentage of men coming Military across that border. Military age men. Military age mm -hmm. men coming across that border yep. by themselves without children. And that's why they get mad when people start recording who's who's coming across the border because it's revealing the actual thing. Now, I'm not a gambling man. But if I had to put my bet on it, if we don't do something soon, yeah. some something yeah. is going to go. Because uh, you got to think about this. I saw a statistic that said, the number of legal immigrants crossing the border has now superseded the amount of birth, the That's children right. being born in America. That's right. So we have illegal immigrants outpacing yep. naturalized citizens here, mm -hmm. and no one is raising a red flag about this. Mm -hmm. This is a problem. You know, so well, why, now, and I'm glad, you know, we, we overturned Roe versus Wade because not only were we having less kids that, that were coming in, but yeah. then we was also killing the only kids that mm -hmm. we've been born too. So it's like, man, there's an enemy here that we need to recognize. And it's not a blue thing. It's not a red thing. It's, it's just a principle. Yeah. It's a moral. It's like yeah. if we continue to be exposed this way and we don't close this hole, yeah. I, I just feel bad for not only the people of Texas, but yeah. like you said, they're taking away resources from the kids in Chicago and New, New York. York yeah. Like, how are yeah, you going to yeah. kick kids out of school? Who kids, are paying, tax paying citizens. Tax paying citizens. Yeah. But now you're putting the parents in a bad position because how, how are they supposed to raise the kids and teach mm -hmm. them? They, they working full-time jobs. That's right. But now they got to somehow figure this thing out. Yep. And kids are already having poor illiter illiteracy rates anyway. Yep. Literacy rates anyway. So, we're doing nothing to better ourselves from this. Yep. Um, so I'm a big advocate for secure the border, do it right, because you're disrespecting the people. Like you said, mm -hmm. your family, they came over here and did it the right way. Right. right? There is a proper way. Mm -hmm. You just got to wait your turn. But that's another thing. People don't want to wait their turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's this popcorn, this popcorn mentality thing. I went in. And so, uh, listen, man, uh, I appreciate you dropping by here in Dallas, all the way from Mississippi. Yes, sir. Um, where can more people find information about you, brother? Where can they follow you? Yeah, you can follow me on uh, Topher Town Music on any platform, or you can go to my website, tophertown.com. Please hit me up, guys. You know, like I said, I uh, just released the ebook called Beyond the Weight. Nice. So it details my successful weight loss journey, um, the tips and tricks that I use to make sure to, to continue for it to be successful. I also have my
have my Bible quiz card game that you can go buy on my website. You did? No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't, know too, I don't know too many people that's an author and own a card game in Mississippi. Uh, but then on top of that, I also have it to where if you need help with marketing, branding, social media, whatever, yeah. holler at your boy. You know, I've been doing this for 15 plus years. Uh, I did it professionally for two years with marketing, graphic, and video design. So I got a lot of experience that I'm just trying to help you know, share with the people, right? Yeah. It's not for me to hoard, but for me to help service others. So come, let's let's help one another out. But yeah, TopherTown.com. I love it, man. Make sure you connect with Topher. And by the way, if you've been watching this interview, conversation, and you watch it all the way to the end, please put in the comment section below, Topher. And here's what I'll do too as well. I'm going to buy 10 of his uh, Bible quizzes. I'm going to buy 10 of your products. My only ask is that you autograph them. Can, okay. you do that? Can you do that? Yeah. Uh, you... I don't have 10 on me, but I have eight, but I will send you okay. two. Okay, no problem. I'll send you two. I'll clear out your inventory. <laughs> and so if you guys put Topher, I want to send you guys on mm. behalf of the Seven Figure Squad podcast, Topher's Bible quiz. Card game. Card game. Yes, sir. So make sure you put Topher in the comment section below. That being said, guys, I appreciate you tuning in. We'll be in San Antonio next week. We've got Les Brown. We've got... Patrick McDavid, we got Jeremy Lee Minor, we got Waka Flocka showing up, and uh, we're going to be talking about insurance, we're going to talk about personal finance, entrepreneurship, financial literacy, we're looking forward to that. See you guys in San Antonio next week. We'll be broadcasting live there, I believe, on Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, so make sure you step by my booth. I only have 200 books, uh, so I'm signing books from 4.30 to 5.30 next Tuesday in San Antonio, Texas, at our Escape the Matrix event. With that being said, I'm behalf of Topher. Appreciate you coming out. I'm your money smart guy. And until we meet again, make sure you subscribe, make sure you like, and drop Topher in the comment section below. Until we meet again, continue to smart. Continue to love smart. And be money smart today. Bye-bye. God bless you guys.